Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Palmer. For some, the Christian life has been reduced to a one-day-a-week church service experience, and yet God, in His Word, teaches us that we are to walk with Him daily. Today, we look to God's Word to discover simple Bible principles that will help us as we live the daily Christian life. Do you remember the old radio commentator, Paul Harvey? I used to love to listen to him. Paul Harvey could tell a story like no one could tell a story, and then at some point in that story, he would stop, he would pause just for a moment for emphasis and say these words, and now for the rest of the story. Well, this week we've been dealing with this subject on a revival of Bible reading, and today I'd like to pick up exactly where we left off yesterday, in 1 Timothy chapter 4, and I'd like for you to see the rest of the story. We read yesterday, 1 Timothy 4, verse 13, "...till I come give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine." Now, the word attendance there doesn't simply mean you're present. It means you're giving attention to it. Now, we all know from being in church it's possible to be present without giving attention. Your body can be there, but your mind is not. God says, I want you fully engaged. Give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. And then when you read the rest of the story, the rest of chapter 4, you read these words, in verse 14, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. I want to say to you that reading is where we begin, but it's not where we end. It simply sets in motion so many other things. And it's not merely reading the Word of God, it's how you read the Bible. Are you reading it effectively? How many times I've read the Scripture and finished my Bible reading and couldn't remember a single thing I'd read. That wasn't God's fault, that was my own. How you approach the Scripture is so very important. So permit me to give you a handful of suggestions today on your Bible reading. Number one, I would suggest that you read systematically. Have a plan. Don't don't flip through the Bible. Don't play hopscotch with the Scriptures. Systematically read through the Word of God. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to begin in Genesis and read straight through to Revelation, though you may want to do that. But take a book at a time. Read a chapter at a time. God's Word is a progressive revelation. It builds on itself. A system will keep you coming back for more. You'll always know where you left off. You'll always know where you're picking up. But you need a definite plan. Number two, not only should you read systematically, read slowly. This little word in verse 15, meditate. That's a word we've lost the meaning of in our world today. Meditation is not man-word, it's God-word. It's not about emptying your mind, it's about filling your mind with God's truth. A great Old Testament word found in the Psalms is the word selah. It literally means stop and think about this. So slow down when you read the Bible long enough to give God the opportunity to speak to your heart. Read systematically, read slowly. Number three, read prayerfully. Turn the Scripture to prayer. Have a conversation with God. Now, don't separate your Bible reading and prayer. As a matter of fact, as you read through a passage, pray your way through the verses. 
Take the very Word of God and talk to God about it. Turn it to Scripture. Approach your Bible reading in prayer. O Lord, speak to me. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. When you conclude your Bible reading, pause for a few moments and pray about what you've read. Allow the Lord to be thorough with you and make it a real conversation. Read systematically, read slowly, read prayerfully. Number four, read verbally. Now that may sound odd to you, but we're all easily distracted. Some of us perhaps more than others. How many times have we come to the Word of God and suddenly our mind began to drift? Isn't it amazing how you can do anything else and concentrate except for when you come to Scripture? That's the devil, my friend, and weak flesh. Satan trembles at the power in God's Word. So one thing that will help you not to be so distracted is to read out loud. When you read out loud, your eyes, your ears, your mouth, and your mind are all engaged. It will help you to concentrate on what you're reading. Then number five, read consistently. Set a time, set a place. Have an appointment every day where you're going to meet with God. And by the way, you better guard it jealously because the devil's going to do everything he possibly can to interrupt that. It needs to be a quiet time, a time without distraction. Leave your phone in the other room. Turn media off. Get away from other people. If it's in the morning, make sure you're wide awake. Give the Lord the best hours of the day, the best moments. But read the Word of God consistently. If you miss a day, don't let the devil, that accuser of the brethren, discourage you from returning to it the next day. Jump right back in. But do your best to be consistent. Then number six, read obediently. Approach the Scripture always with this question, What action will I take? What difference will be made from this portion of Scripture in my life? I'm telling you, God wants it to affect the way we live. He doesn't want us to simply be hearers of the Word. He wants us to be doers of the Word. So read systematically, read slowly, read prayerfully, read verbally, read consistently, read obediently, and finally, read purposefully. And someone says, well, wasn't the purpose to obey, to take action? Oh, no, friend, God's purpose is greater than you. God's purpose is as big as the whole world and those around you. I believe the great purpose for which we read the Word of God is first to have our own soul nourished and then out of that to have something to share with others. You see, your witness, your encouragement, your blessing of someone else ought to grow and flow out of the overflow of what God is teaching you. Outside of Bible reading and prayer, the most helpful thing I ever did devotionally was begin to write in a journal every day to put on paper things that God was speaking to me about and showing me. One of the things I learned is that I remembered them better. But more than that, it gave me definite things to share with other people. And now, how many days I've realized that God let someone cross my path that very day who need the same truth I read that morning. Do you remember Joshua chapter 1, verse number 8? This book of the law shall not depart out of thy what? Mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. All these elements are in that one verse. The meditation is there. The obedience is there. The attentiveness is there. But don't miss the basic. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Whatever you talk about, you're thinking about. Whatever you're talking about, you're communicating to other people. Let God's Word be in your mind and in your heart and then in your mouth today. That will do you good and it will do others good. If I could give you a challenge today, read the Word of God and determine before the day is out to share something from your Bible reading with someone else. And that way, not only can you have a revival of Bible reading, 
someone else can as well. Friend, do you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior? If not, you can begin a relationship journey with God today. Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to make a way for you to know Him. If you would like to know more about this relationship with God, then please go to our website, scottpauley.org, and click on the Gospel link. You'll also find additional resources on the website that will encourage you and help you as you follow the Lord. We have just recently completed a study through the book of Philippians, and now we're happy to make available to you an audiobook of the book of Philippians. It's a great way to meditate on God's Word while you do your daily tasks. We look forward to our next Bible study series entitled, A Journey Through Scripture. In this study, we will survey one Bible book per day. Not only will we learn the message and purpose of each book of the Bible, we'll also find Jesus in every Old Testament and New Testament book. You may follow us on all of our social media sites. The blogs and posts will give you inspiration and motivation to walk with God throughout your week. If you've made a decision today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at connect at scottpauley.org or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. Join us next time as we study the daily Christian life. Until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.